Welcome to Live the Fuel, where we fuel your health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney. All right, good day. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another Live the Fuel show. So, this evening, because I usually record in the evenings here on the East Coast of the USA, uh, I'm bringing on, yes, another new guest co-host here in late 2019. And, uh... Let me give you a quick skinny on this one. We're obviously probably going to be heading more on the healthy lifestyle component, uh, but she's got an entrepreneurial side too. But I'm excited today because just to set the stage for you guys, we talk about health, nutrition, and today we're actually going to dig deeper into maybe some cancer influence. And this is, I forget the exact percentages, but it's affecting a lot more of us or friends and family connected to us than it's ever have. So with uh, setting that stage, let me give you a quick skinny here. We got a registered holistic nutritionist and a cancer coach. And she's dedicated to helping people understand the power that lies at the end of their fork. A breast cancer survivor herself, she specializes in functional application of nutrition for root cause health improvement for chronic disease with a particular focus on cancer care. So we were just talking before the show started. She actually records a podcast herself called The Health Hub. And gets to hang out at a radio station, among other areas. Uh, and there's a lot more to it here. We got a BS from the University of Toronto, majoring in psychology. We got some uh, Canadian School of Natural Nutrition. So without further ado, Kathy, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So uh, you're in Toronto and you're in a snowstorm, right? I'm in Toronto. <laughs> I'm in a snowstorm. That's and, exactly right. And just shoveling my year? way out of it, actually. Okay. So it's like, ah, I just got to go out and shovel and I'll be good to go. So Exactly. Now here's the question, though. Is there another storm coming in behind it? I don't think so. I think we're looking into better weather. All right. I think. I'm hoping. Maybe that's just hope. Because, I mean, I'm located an hour north of Philadelphia, and I'm I'm tracking the storm that's been wrapping around us, and it's tracking northwest towards the Great Lakes. So who knows? Maybe it come up and say hi to you. I don't know. Yeah, hopefully not. You know, it's a little <laughs> bit early for this, to be quite honest. I agree. I just got my snow tires on. I was slip sliding in our first snowstorm, which was I don't know, the very beginning of November. So yeah. it can take a little bit of a break. The snowy white can come in a couple weeks for a white Christmas. <laughs> well, at least you already got the tires on. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're ready to rock and roll now. And literally roll. So yeah. Well, hey, uh, let, let's dive in. Uh, you are so passionate about health, nutrition, and cancer being a survivor. Uh, I already hinted at to the listeners. You got, a, you got a radio talk show slash podcast, and you actually do it live. And you guys dig in a lot about integrative health, right? We do. Um, it's integrative health, but I also have science scientists on there, and I love having the scientists on there because they do such amazing work, and they don't have a platform a lot of times to to talk about their research and studies. So, when it comes into integrative health, and I, I like that better than uh, alternative health, I'm very much in the integrative aspect of health. I love having them on because. You know what they do and what they're finding may not filter down for a number of years so it, it's just great to have them on but yet we have a lot of integrative people on i've had chefs on so i make it fun and yeah. i actually i don't have many in the way of cancer uh, guests on because i do that as as my uh, other hat so uh it's really it's it's really more of a, a show for people who are just stepping out into integrative health well, and to be fair, not not just to dive right into some business side of things, but you and I joked around that we don't generate our podcast content to make money, right? It's This is a passion. Not a penny. It's a passion platform. A some passion. people do that. Uh, so your profession is, obviously, for the income side of life, is you're taking what you've learned from cancer coaching and helping others with that. Yes, and I've, my guests give me so much information, too. I've been able to integrate stuff that they have given me and ideas and knowledge. It's It's been wonderful. But I do love, and I love meeting people like you. It's just, it really helps to complete my whole idea of how life should be lived. I love that. It was funny because earlier this year, I was back for the fifth time at uh, <laughs> the uh, Mid-Atlantic Podcast Conference. I think this rebranded. It's a different name now. It's down. This year, they hosted it in Atlantic City. Uh, but we actually had people who had traveled down. It was either from you, your area, or it was from Montreal. I know it's a different province, uh, but I was impressed that people were willing to travel that far just as podcasters. It's to come down. not that far. Well, <laughs> they drove. Think we're in the really? Yeah, they we drove. We have the Raptors. We have the Raptors. Yeah. We have the NBA champs. We're not that remote. <laughs> well, but again, would you drive or would you fly? 
I uh, we've driven down there. That's okay. not that far. I've drove yeah. to Florida. Yeah, I mean, I've driven from here all the way to Montreal. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's you could do it in less than a day. It's not like it's the end of the world. Um, yeah. It just depends. In the if winter, you're I might fly. In the winter, I yeah, might fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Truth I would agree be told. <laughs> well, so, so let, let, let's let's at least dig deeper into the integrated piece you brought up because it's uh, just last week I had on. A, a functional uh, nurse on one one mm-hmm. and a functional medicine uh, coach on another show. So I, I the, the, there's a lot of key words going on out there. So I love there getting are. on people like you because <laughs> you're you're not coming at this as a doctor or as a scientist. You're going ahead and working with them, interviewing them, and learning from them and passing that content on, which is powerful. And nowadays, a lot of people are confused because they hear holistic and they hear mm-hmm. functional, then they hear integrative. So how would you like to maybe? Make that simple. My bent, make it simple. <laughs> We're looking for the root cause. Thank so, you. So um, I am not a doctor. I stay within my scope. I work on lifestyle and nutrition pieces, especially within the cancer realm. These pieces are not often seen in a, um, a medical allopathic protocol. So this is a huge piece that gives cancer patients ownership of a part of their um part of their protocol you know if you've been through cancer and you've been through any disease where you know it's sort of taken over your life you are inundated with tests and results you're you're pulled into a medical system and you can feel like you've lost control okay so the integrative piece allows a person to work with their lifestyle with their nutrition working in things like um circadian rhythm and the microbiome and things like this to really, really impact their overall health. It's far beyond just nutrition. Um, and it's an integrative aspect because we need to work with the medical team, you know, standard of care for cancer patients comes from the medical arena. And I want to work with the doctors. So when we're talking in general scopes about functional and integrative, we really are wanting to deal with the the root cause. Now, with cancer and me and the way I work, I, I mean, I'm not digging into root cause. Cancer is a huge disease. It's very multifaceted. I'm I'm more um, working on the health of the cancer patient. So what I do is try and prepare them for their treatments, try and help them recover from their treatments, try and mitigate side effects. And it is, it's fascinating how much power nutrition and lifestyle change can do to help these things, especially mitigating the side effects of treatment. So yeah, functional is more, we don't want to just deal with the symptoms. If you're talking about um, uh, an autoimmune disease, for instance, Mm -hmm. so a functional doctor won't just, you know, give a cream to someone who may have um, a psoriasis or things like that. They'll be what they'll be doing is trying to figure out why. Yes. Got this. That that is a it's it's a different avenue of trying to work on the health of somebody. Well, I tell people all the time. I mean, there's I've nothing against MDs, right? The medical doctors exactly. who, who who commit to that level of education, the time commitment, the financial commitment, it's commendable. Um, but I. I've now learned too much over recent years and it's like, well, people are like, when's the last time you've been an MD? And I said, can't remember. And now well, granted, too, we, you know, equipping people with the right questions is mm-hmm. huge too. You yeah. know, I mean, I think that's a big part of what people that are in the functional integrative uh, arena can do is, you know, ask why, you know, don't just get medication for blood sugar. Why is your blood sugar high? You know, talking yes. like things like that, you know, it's a dialogue yeah. and nobody knows you better than you. Well, and I uh, think that's where we come from. Like just last week, I was talking with, uh, you ever hear of Dr. Janine Krause? She runs no, the Health Fix podcast. No, I haven't. I'll have to get you guys connected. There are a lot of us, aren't there? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, but she she's actually, uh, uh, I believe she, oh yeah, she's a naturopathic medicine. Okay. Yeah. And so, uh, but also, you know, trained and educated in acupuncture and everything else. And, and it was, I love talking to people like that too, because- Again, back to our point, we're trying to find root causes. And uh-huh. a lot of us go right for the quick fix, which is I call it the pharmaceutical band-aid. Give me the drug so I can feel better. But from what you and I now know about impacts of gut biology, gut biome, 
you put foreign objects like a pharmaceutical in your body, it's causing other problems as well. Yeah. So did you at least take the time? If you're going to take the temporary, I call it temporary pharmaceutical Band-Aid because you haven't, you haven't found the real cause, then please also take the effort to go get the root cause, figure it all out and see if that, and if you can shorten the time it's necessary even beyond that medicine, if you even need it at all. So, yep. And um, some people are, are happy to get rid of symptomology. Mm -hmm. So it, we are educating people and like some people won't feel comfortable going that way or talking to doctors, which is fine too. Sure. Um, but you know, for those who really want to get deeper into their own health and really be the captain of their own ship, this is the way to go. Yes. Uh, and, and that's, that's, I think that has, was never one of my original messages of launching this show over three years ago. But now that I've brought on, you know, DNA, DNA geneticists, scientists, mm -hmm. and I mean, I've had all kinds of PhD, et cetera, DOs, DCs, uh, MDs, uh, now the naturopathic side too. I think all of us, the ones who take the time to get onto a podcast, I've noticed, are the ones who do care, including the MDs. Mm -hmm. I've had I've had ER doctors on here and everything, yes. and they all admit it. They admit mm -hmm. it. It's the the system, at least here in the U.S. The system. When I, when I say system, we're referring to the pharmaceuticals company influence on our medical system, uh, mm -hmm. the hospitals, everything else. It's become a rotating door uh, because no one is slowing down or at least pausing to take a look for that root cause. They're just saying, "Great." Uh, that doctor, uh, you're required to only spend 10 minutes with that patient, and that's it. You have no mm -hmm. time to find a root cause. They're, they're just saying, okay, this is your symptoms. Here's your medicine. Move on. And that's a shame. But that It is a shame. But with, with the coming of the understanding of the microbiome, mm -hmm. uh, in my opinion, since we're going down this path, absolutely, there is a necessary avenue now for the medical profession to have to open up the idea of the impact of food and the impact of sleep. Not that they don't value those things, but the impact that that has on the microbiome and now the corollary that we're seeing with so many diseases, hopefully the, the handshaking will be a little bit better as yeah. we move forward because we do need each other. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, and that's what I was saying earlier, like, you know, maybe you need the medicine temporarily. And that's where I don't want to take yes. anything away from that. Clearly, we have laboratories and amazing scientists who have taken these basic, simple ingredients from Mother Nature that they found in, for example, the deepest parts of the Amazon and the jungles. And like, wait a minute, this is this is a natural herbal medicine. And now fast forward many years of research and they've turned it into a drug or whatever. But I want to go back to when they first found it. And it's like, well, mm -hmm. Before we have created whatever the heck we have created nowadays, what was its original points? What's its original impacts? How can that target uh, be targeted towards uh, helping maybe trigger some changes in some of those root causes? So well, it's exciting. And, and that's the power of food. You mm -hmm. know, um, we can take uh, pieces and, and we can take phytonutrients from food, but the power of food and the synergy of food is in its, its whole state. Yeah. You know, there's nothing better for you than an apple than the whole apple, you know, it's, as opposed to taking the phytonutrients out. I mean, we can use them therapeutically, but in everyday life, they're so powerful. Right. Well, it's like, for example, you're like, well, why do you, why do people skin an apple? Well, I'm like, well, I mean, that extra skin on there was on there for a reason, not just to protect mm -hmm. the fruit, but as long as it's clean and not covered in pesticides, that yeah. combined with the fruit is actually slowing down uh, the rate of sugar absorption because you take that skin off and you take the fiber off and you're just left with a big sugar bomb. Uh, it, it's still a high glycemic fruit, not compared to apples and, and, and all the other like pineapple and all that stuff. But uh, that's what you're saying back to whole food, for example. So. Yeah. And yeah. interestingly, I was reading a study about um, how beneficial the seeds in the core are for the microbiome. Right. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Why, why was that? When you were kids, we were, they were, we were never allowed to eat the core or the apples. And I was like, I was like or the seeds. I was like, yeah, exactly. was that a choking hazard thing or what? I mean, I don't and know. I don't know why. Well, they say that the, the seeds can be unhealthy, but that's if you have like 40 apples. I mean, then, yeah. you know, anything can be unhealthy. But if you're hanging out in an apple peels, orchard. <laughs> banana peels. You know, it's funny when we talk about sustainable food, people are taking banana peels and they're cooking with the banana peels. Like, mm -hmm. why are we throwing those out? And it's just something that we've always done. Mm -hmm. But maybe it's time to rethink, you know, yeah. especially with the shortage of food around the world and, you know, trying to save the environment and, and recycling all these things is in repurpose theme is very important. Well, it's like, uh, uh, back in August, I was, I'm very proud of this project. My 
my client and friend now. Uh, you ever hear of Vinny Tortorich? Nope. So he owns you're pulling the names out that I don't know now. You're making me look bad. No, I'm excited. No, because you're, you're to be fair, you're in another country. You know, he's okay. he's he's his strongest strength was built in LA. He was built. He was born in New Orleans, but he he built his brand and his and his awareness as a professional trainer to the stars out in LA, oh. Los Angeles, celebrity fitness trainer, yada yada yada. But that was he's 57 years old now. He built his his brand and his awareness through word of mouth. He was never mm-hmm. a big tech guy. Um, so anyway, fast forward, the guy was an ultra endurance athlete and everything else when he wasn't training people, but he owns the trademark NSNG, which means no sugar, no grains. So, which is a big part of my life. I do not allow excess into my life. And because there's so much proof and science tied to the inflammatory side effects of these ingredients. And anyway, fast forward, the guy gets, uh, develops cancer and, and this guy was a health and fitness machine. So People are like, well, wait a minute. Like, you're a health and fitness guy. He's like, guess what? He's like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm evidence. He said, cancer is going to pick any one of us. You can't predict it. And even though him, he's an ultra athlete. One day, his doctor calls him up. He's like, I need you to get off the bike, get into a taxi, and get to my house now. And it was a friend of his, and she was running blood work on him. And she figured out he had gotten uh, leukemia. And uh, it was actually beyond stage four. It was that aggressive. And she actually told him, she's like, listen, we still don't have the studies out yet. But... Let, keep doing what you're doing. What you do to your customers, getting them off of sugars and grains to get them ready for the movie, do it. She's like, I, we're, we're, we're not, we can't publish the data yet, but we're seeing a lot of stuff tied to that, that, you know, cancer is, you know, feeding on sugar. This is part of his backstory. Well, anyway, that's 10 years ago. He's, he beat cancer. He hasn't okay. come back. He's, so he's, he's living in a state of ketosis every single day of his life because of what he's learned from that. And maybe that's not for everybody, uh, but he's a big proponent of whole food, whole nutrition. He hates, he hates, he hates the protein shakes and stuff. (laughs) Well, and I think those are the stories. That's another passion of mine um, that we need to hear. You know, cancer is, you know, statistics are it's going to hit one in two people. Mm -hmm. We're getting far more survivors and we need to start drumming that, Uh, you know, that it's beatable it's beatable. Not that, Oh, you have cancer and, right. you know, you know, hand to heart. It's like, you've got cancer and let's figure out what we can do about this. Well, we were because, like that with HIV, right? I mean, obviously not, yeah. not people now there's cures for HIV back in the day, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, it was a death sentence. So, and we have to be that way. You know, you know, science says when you're in stress and you're in shock, your immune system goes down and the way we approach people and the way we talk to them about the disease has an impact. So I think it's so important when you have cancer or when you're diagnosed with cancer, yes, it's going to be shock. I can't take away from that. Mm-hmm. But you know, we don't need to see uh, the man or the woman hooked up to an IV that has no hair. You know, we need to see the people that have survived mm-hmm. and we need that type of story. We need to bring in what we can do as opposed to the fear there's no mitigating that fear. There's no getting rid of the fear, but we need to bring on the other side of it. So why, why do you think people are still stuck on the negative side? And not Probably because it, it, there's so many diseases. Mm-hmm. There are so many diseases of cancer and it can be fatal and people go through a lot yeah. and it's a, you know, a year or two out of time and it is a scary disease. And you can't take away from that. I've, I've been through the process. Right. So I feel I can say that. Yeah, give, give my but, listeners a little bit more on that. I mean, you're the guest co-host today. I mean, obviously, we kind of casually mentioned that you happen to be a cancer survivor. I mean, mm-hmm. what's the what's the summary on that? Well, I was diagnosed in 2011. Okay. Um, breast cancer. And I went through a year of, uh, you know, the standard care, standard of care. So I did chemotherapy, radiation and surgery. Alongside of that, I really worked hard on my diet. I exercised, I exercised a lot. And that still wasn't, I was still, I I got a little bit of pushback because at that time, uh, exercising can be inflammatory. So I was kind of getting the, the pushback about be careful, don't overdo it but I needed to do it. So Mm -hmm. I was in the gym every day. This isn't for everybody, but my body needed to do it, whether it was my mind that needed that release. So I was in the gym almost every day. Well, it's not like you were doing crushing workouts. You were moving the body. You were keeping things active. Exactly. And my mindset, the first two weeks after I was diagnosed, you know, I was not in a good place. Hmm. And that's, you know, 
to the point that, uh, you know, I heard that word and I automatically went to the dark place. So, and you know, that's, that's the way it is, unfortunately. Unfortunately. I don't think, I I mean, I, I pride myself on my strength of mindset over the years and there's still stuff that's going to knock me down. If I had that message, I don't care how strong you think you are. You're going to get knocked down. Well, it, you yeah. know, I, I have four place. kids. <clears throat> I have four kids. And I think within 10 seconds, I had gone through how they would be without me. And, you know, it's, it's, I just would, I, I just wish I hadn't done that. You know, it took me a couple of weeks to turn it around. And then it was, you know what? It is what it is. I'm going to put my head down. I'm going to do the best I can. And that's what I did. So a year later, I was finished. And what I saw... You know, I had to line up for my appointments. I had to line up to check in. I had to line up for everything. And this was all in a line of cancer patients. And it it shocked me. You mean like physically, like you have physically to get in Physically keyed up to check in for my appointments. Wow. So many people. Like, like an assembly line. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It was, it was unbelievable. You know, is it I'd because you were minutes. at a very high end facility and it was just, there was just that many patients there or is that the norm? I was, no, I think it's pretty prevalent. I was at Sunnybrook hospital and they are a main cancer uh, hospital in okay. Toronto. Um, but even so just the number of people lined up and I saw women there who were going through chemotherapy, they brought their children, then they jumped on a bus and they went home and, and I thought, you know, more can be done. Yeah. And the, the, I think the, where it really hit me was uh, when you go for radiation, I had 25 rounds of radiation. So wow. you see the same people standard? frequently. Uh, it, they uh, Since um, I went through mine, they have cut it back a little okay. bit. So they found that. Do you think they're just going overboard just in case to cover the bases type of thing? Or? I think that it's, you know, I think it was strictly that was the protocol for what I had. Okay. What stage so, were you? Uh, I was... I was, they thought I was stage one. They went in um, for the surgery and I had gone into the first four lymph nodes. So up to stage two, I was bumped. Oh, so, so when so you hit the lymph nodes in breast cancer, that's considered it's, it's graduating and moving. In yeah, okay. Yes, okay. exactly. Okay. So because of that, I had to go through the chemotherapy and the radiation. Um, but I had met so many people that didn't make it through their, their um, chemotherapy, were hospitalized hmm. and, you know, treatment had to stop. And, you know, they had asked me and I would say, you know, I, I was okay. I, I got through and I started thinking, well, what did I do that these people were telling me, uh, you know, they didn't do. And hmm. it was the exercise. It was changing my diet. It was all these things. And I thought we need to trumpet that a little bit more. So after the year I finished, I went back to school. Um, I learned about nutrition. I went uh, to a cancer program and started working. And, and I, as, as uh, luck would have it, I met a naturopathic doctor that I've been with since. And uh, he's specializing in oncology. And we've worked together since, uh, since that happened. So I love that. five years we're going into now. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I, oh, number one, obviously, congrats to kick kicking the crap out of it and <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and being here to talk to us today uh because I'm, like you you kind of casually threw in there there's a lot of people you met that didn't come out with the same results so it was a lot a lot harder for them and it, that being said uh, different diseases and everything but talking to them i realized that you know they would go home and they wouldn't be exercising and you know diet was different with everybody and there's so much that that can do there really you know, is a lot that that can do. I, I just get a lot of connections on you right now with my brief little share of Vinny because, you know, once he went through that, uh, there was some kind of like, I don't know, whatever they call it, writer's strike in L.A. and whatever else is going on. So yeah, uh, some famous person, he's it was one of his buddies, like, hey, man, you should, you know, since you can't work, because if the, if the actors and writers are on strike, who's going to pay you to train them, right? Because he was the trainer of the stars. Mm-hmm. So he, his buddy's like, listen, you've always wanted to write your book. You should write your book. And so his podcast is called Fitness Confidential. The book is called Fitness Confidential. I recommend oh. checking it out because he shares his story in there. Mm-hmm. And that was like, I think, his wake-up call, which I'm hearing from you right now, and something that I've taken now to heart myself with what I do with my podcast, and now I'm writing my first book, but it's about like, what is the legacy that we're going to leave behind in this world? Mm-hmm. And I didn't always choose to add I was just a voracious podcast consumer for years. And I didn't know if one day I just made the epiphany. I'm like, 
I could do this better than a lot of other people. And I have a different message I want to share to the people and give back to people. So I decided to become a podcaster too. So obviously Vinny's a podcaster, author, and, and now a, a movie uh, creator. We, we released his movie this year called Fat, Fat, a documentary, The Truth About Healthy Fats. And we have some big, big names in that, big doctors and scientists. You're, you would love it. I think, I think we finally released it in Canada too. So Okay, I'll check it out. I think I now saw it on the, because we were we're now we we've ranked so well that Amazon now included it for free for Amazon Prime members. So I don't know if that's oh, if that Amazon Prime. Yeah, we we are here, and I believe they've finally unlocked it there because we have it out on DVD and Blu-ray too. But I think we finally you know graduated to the oh you're so good that you could be Amazon wants to include you for free on Prime. So check that out because you would love it. And then if I can get you guys connected later, maybe I'll try to because it's. Anyway, the point here is a legacy message. So tie us back to you. Obviously, was this one of the biggest inspirations behind you becoming a, a cancer coach? Yeah, I fought it too. I didn't think I wanted to go back um, when I was going through nutrition. I, I kind of back and forth if I wanted to do it. And so many mm. things just aligned Yeah. Um, that I thought, you know, this, ha- this I'm being told this is where I'm supposed to be going with this. Yeah, listen so, to the universe. Yeah, exactly. And and that's a lot of what I learned too, is I don't say no much anymore. Like I should rephrase that. I, I open myself up to a lot of things that I would never have done, like my radio show. Like I would never have done that before. I know, right? And I just, it's I, like, huh? Like you never plan on being on radio and now you're on radio. No. It's, it's probably like, well, well, hmm. opportunity. Yeah. And I was like, you want me to do a radio show? And okay, sure. Why not? But years ago, I wouldn't have done that. But hmm. I, I think that it's a legacy for all of us to leave the world a better place than what we came into it as. And I had somebody uh, on my show, Dr. Hackick, and he said, if I have improved the life of one person, I have lived a good life. Yes. And I live by that. Um, one person you know, at a time. One person at a time. And I think we all have something. It doesn't take a disease. It doesn't take a, a you know, a life-stressing event to all for all of us to understand that we should be giving back. We should be doing more. We should be helping our fellow man. I think it's 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 vital. It's it's why we're here. Yeah, I I I, I love your message. <laughs> Obviously, we're coming off of the, the holiday weekend for for Thanksgiving last week here and. Um, it's funny because I, you know, I catch up with old friends. You know, you don't, you know, maybe you only see them once a year. Family, mm-hmm. people are like, oh, you're still doing that podcasting thing. I'm like, oh yeah, that thing. <laughs> that the, thing I do, yeah. The thing that has over 300 shows online, thousands of downloads. Take heart, you know. <laughs> people who know you just don't believe that you can do what you do. I think we all face that. But here's people the best part. People say to me, oh, go but, ahead, you no, finish no, your story. No, 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 go, no, you go, and then I'll go. <laughs> I had I had somebody I know I'm not gonna call her out but say I heard that if I took um, CoQ10 for my heart it's good for my heart and I said you did you heard that I said I've been telling you you should be but I went to I went to listen to this doctor talk and I thought okay okay that's fine you know even though even though you're talking to doctors every week that's okay you know people (laughs) that we know don't figure that you know well and and that's something over the years because I I've been a trainer. I've I've been a spinning instructor, uh, USSA ski race coach, that is a CrossFit hard, coach. Hard exercise spinning, right? Oh yeah, I did that for six years. I got I, I actually have an actual spinning bike in my garage gym right now. Uh, oh, good for you, man. I just I just that added helps. it back in. And I was like I I hop back on it. And I'm like I'm flashing back to my old days of coat of teaching, and I'm like. Yeah. I just saw a commercial. They have women on there and they're talking to their watch going, Siri, find me yoga studios. It is so hard spinning. So good for you. It's it's. I enjoy teaching it because I always challenge people to, to beat the size of the puddle under my bike of sweat. Yeah. Of sweat. So, And I would I would teach the 6 a.m. class. So uh, people are like, why would you do that? And I well, said, well, because... You're, real, you're a real keener. I'm a weirdo. Uh, but <laughs> that was my morning coffee, I called it. People are like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, this is not my career. I, I had a full-time corporate gig. I was like, I would just go in in the morning, get my workout done, and then go to my salary gig back in the day and do that all day. Mm-hmm. But I was wide awake when I went to work. So <laughs> it, uh, it was I've good only times. I've done a few spinning courses in their classes, and they were so tough. Yeah, yeah. So, and some are good to you, and some are bad to you. And actually, it's funny. A friend of mine, a very good friend of mine, I just saw on Facebook today, this weekend, he completed 
a group spinning class to set a Guinness record to oh. ra- to raise money. They I think they had they, they pedaled for twenty eight hours straight. Like all of them at once, they didn't like ta- tag each other class. out. Whole class, twenty eight hours. I believe so. I mean, I have to. I still got. I have to go oh. find the details. But I'm like, it was a group spinning class, and every Good single person did it for 28 hours straight. Kudos like, for that. Imagine great. how your butt feels after that. <laughs> butt, legs, standing, sitting. I think it would. I don't know if I'd last for two hours. I I was so impressed. Um, I helped him that open. His, impressive. I helped him open his bike shop in Colorado years ago. He and I go way back. He never. I just. I was just out in Colorado last month and saw him while I was on a business trip and. It just cracks me up. I'm like, you're a nutball. I love it. So um, you're influencing people all over. Yeah. America. Well, so it's, again, back to this this message of legacy. Like that's also us having fun with this, right? So me joking around about people, like, oh, you're still doing the podcasting thing. I'm like, yeah. But it's like when I started this podcast back in 2016, I didn't know where it was going to go. My mm-hmm. original goal was I want to find the voice, find the audience, and yeah, if it helps grow the brand of Live the Fuel, great. Um, but over the years. And you could, you could talk to this, right? The longer you spend on the mic, the more people you interact with, just like your, your cancer coaching patients it's, uh, or, or you know clients, they're like, you know what? You, you learn that your, your voice changes, your, your circle of influence changes. You realize, to your point you just said, like, I now have a, one guy, shout out to Brian Strausser. He's like, he's my first brand ambassador. He's like, dude, I want to be your brand ambassador. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, I love the podcast. I love the brand. He and I met volunteering, building mountain biking trails like two years ago. And now he just joined me for my, I, every year I go up to Thanksgiving. This is my 10th year. We go up to Harlem, Har- into the urban areas of Harlem, upper New York City. And we do a Thanksgiving meal from scratch to finish all organic, all natural, 2,000 meals go out to the street hot on nice. Thanksgiving morning. All because I met some woman years ago at a cafe, this sweet little old Sister Mary Lanning, and she, she's been doing this for 53 years, and I, I've only been doing it for 10, and he's like, I want to go. So he came up last year with me and this year, and I, it's this is where one person, but I've had other people, yeah. and I'm like, oh, dude, like your, your, your show is kind of like my life coach. And I was like, I'm honored, but dude, it's your life. I'm mm-hmm. just trying to find great people like you today just to bring a new voice in. And if we can, that's just it. Like I might've had somebody listen to this show for three months. And now if they hear this show, you might be the one person they get through to, or you get through to them. So that's the whole point of this for me. And it is. And and you have to be comfortable knowing that you may never know the people that you've influenced. And I'm cool with it. <laughs> yep. As long as you're true to yourself and you believe your message, I think that that's, that's awesome. Yeah. And this is something I've, I've talked to other new podcasters about. They're like, well, how do you, favorite question, how do you monetize? And I was uh-huh. like, you're going to crash and burn. Like, yep. I was like, they're like, what, what, what do you mean? I was like, I don't want to talk to you. I was like, if you're going into this to make money, you don't get it. And I know this from the business world too. You need to spend that long. You got to have a long-term mindset. People looking for a turnkey thing ain't happening. Sorry. Not everybody's the Joe Rogan experience podcast. He was already famous and he brings on amazing people. But by the way, do you hear my Calvin, the coonhound? He's saying I hi. do. Yeah. I should let my two dogs in here and let them go too. They well, go crazy. He's a cancer survivor. Oh, so excellent. last Thanksgiving we had to take one of his front legs off oh. uh, because he had cancer in his elbow. And my wife is a equine veterinary doctor and chiropractic doctor for animals. And well, I don't know if it's luckily, luckily when we decided to put him in for the treatment, uh, she had an equine conference to go to and she was freaking out. I'm like, you probably shouldn't be here right now anyway. I don't care how much of a doctor you are. You can't handle your own pet. So yeah, so yeah, we unfortunately had to take one of his legs off to remove the cancer, uh, but we never had to put him through any of the heavy, heavy duty like drug treatment like you went through. And Good. he's now over 11 years old and still spunky and- <laughs> Making your life happy. Yeah, so, but I forgot to share that with you too, since he's decided to say hi. So <laughs> that's that's nice. I just heard my dog jump here. Someone must be coming home at our place. There you go. So back to back your to what you were saying. Um, I think that you've got to be organic. You've mm-hmm. got to believe in people. And you know, we hear the stories of everybody who's. Um, are you okay? Yeah. Did you see me? Okay. We hear the story of all the the really big people, but there's so many other people that are making so impactful differences. So be true to yourself. My message developed. You know, yeah. I just knew I wanted to talk about integrative health, and um, it just it just develops. I don't think I have a single message other than I think people should understand certain things. Here are some tools for you. See what you can do with them, and um, 
I just love the people I meet. I learn every week from these people. I, and that, that's one of the reasons why I, I love to still do it too. Like I actually took the past two months off from airing a show because I've been trying to get this book done. And I was like, finally, I'm like, there's only so much time in the world. I was like, we got so much evergreen content online. We have over 300 shows that people can go back and listen to. I was like, mm-hmm. let's just put a pause. It's not going away. I was still completing interviews, maybe with half the schedule availability. And I was worried about that. I didn't want to upset the audience. And my friends are like, and my, some of my listeners are like, well, we're subscribed. So, I mean, it's like, <laughs> Give us stuff. If, 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 it's like if you're subscribed and nothing comes up, but once it, once the new shows get released, we'll get updated. He's like, we're cool. Like we, we get it, man. Like we want, we want the book. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, but I think that goes back to two is that that also allowed me to refocus some things yes. and, and I'm actually, there's a new chapter of the show growth happening. There might be some spinoff shows. Uh, now my new podcasting platform software has given me the ability to literally, I can spin off separate shows instantaneously. So now I'm thinking about taking all of the health focused shows like this one will be and releasing a whole separate show just with all the history of all the health targeted episodes and then a separate business one because some people might be just looking for people like you Mm -hmm. and and what you bring on your show. So who knows where this is going to go. But um, But there's always something spinning. There's always something going, isn't there? Yeah, there is. And I think that's the inspiration behind us doing all this is that this isn't, this isn't about me patting myself or you on the back. It's about, I'm trying to get the listeners to understand that we didn't plan any of this. None of it. None of it. It's like, oh, now I'm a health coach. Oh, now I'm on a radio show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, I did beat cancer. Oh, but by the way, now I can actually pass on the knowledge that I'm acquiring along the way. And I don't coach yeah. people, but I, I, I'm always sharing from, from a geneticist to a naturopath you know, to even an entrepreneur. Any lessons I learn? Like one of the favorite quotes I use to this day, you'll appreciate this, probably two years ago uh, from another doctor I had on the show. It was a, it was a DC, Dr. Chiropractic. And his, his tagline for him and his wife's practice, because they're both chiros, is he's like, we all need to become our own inner physicians, mm-hmm. take accountability for our health along the path. Yes, still work with doctors and stuff, but if you're not taking accountability for that and doing some of your own self-learning, you're missing the boat. So what are your thoughts on that little quote, that little statement, what I just said there? Oh, 100%. And that's exactly what I try and do on my show. Give people the tools so they have the right questions to ask. Um, There's so much going on. You know, health can be a scary thing. And the other aspect of it is a lot of people don't attend to their health until, you know, symptomology is sort of put on the back burner. And, oh, yeah, well, that was bothering me. Or, yes, my sleep has really been. And then all of a sudden there is a health concern. Mm -hmm. And then they go to the doctor and then they're, you know, they're trying to, to put out the fire. So keeping ahead of the game, you know, understanding what it means to be healthy. You don't have to be perfect. Nobody's perfect. And you want to have fun. Hmm. Uh, But know what it means to be healthy. Understand the signs that your body is telling you. Read your own language because we all have our own language. Oh, well said. Take tools. Take tools. I like that. You can use that. You can use that. We might have to put that one in your show title. (laughs) What do you say? Read your own language? Read your own language. I got to note that now because I, I've not heard it that way before. There's definitely many variations, but I appreciate that because we are biologically similar, but very, very different. Yes. Um, everybody's got their own unique code of lifestyle, code of genetics, um, code of, da- of daily. I tell you all the time, like, I do believe we can reprogram our genetics uh-huh. based on future ongoing steps that we take and the commitments we hold to that. I'm sure you've probably had people on your show who have spoken to that. Yes. Yeah, but it takes time. It does take time. And to your point, we all have a different language that we don't, we actually, if anything, we have to start studying it mm-hmm. before we can even properly fully read it, uh, turn it to its own dissertation, whatever whatever level we got to take it to. Uh, because again, we're all, uh, here's my quote uh, nowadays, thanks to this podcast. I say people, listen, we're all just at a different place on the timeline. Yeah. You know, when people come to work with you, they're here. Now, granted, once you don't, once you're working with them over the next three, six months, maybe a year, they're going to be way over here, and then they're going to look back and be like, "Oh my God, I can't believe I started there," and yeah, and people then people coming in your door today are going to be like, "Wait a minute, I, there's no way I can end up knowing all this and being at that place." And like, yeah, it's okay mm-hmm. to take a deep breath. We're going to start here and end up there. And that's the thing too, when you're doing integrative health, when you're working on your body, it's not like taking an anti-inflammatory, a, a Tylenol, something, and the pain goes away. 
we're stripping down and we're building back up. Right. And sometimes you don't see those little changes until six months down the road. It doesn't hurt to go up the stairs or you're sleeping better or your stomach's not bothering you. Then it's like, aha, maybe yeah. things are starting to work. And, and it does take time. And, you know, we're in a society where we want everything right now. So medication is so expedient to get rid of the symptom, push on through the day. We're all under stress. People need to take control of their own health before it's too late. I completely agree. And actually, mm -hmm. just because I have to do a little bit of screen sharing here for the video feed. Uh, before we start the show, I love your testimonial section. And again, ladies, it, it's her name, C-A-T-H-Y-B-I-A-S-E.com. And they got testimonials like right here. Kathy raises me up when I'm down. Sometimes that's all somebody needs, right? Yes. Yeah. I think people make it too complicated. Yeah. When you're in the throes of a very harsh disease, though, there's a lot of complication going on. Okay. So it's uh, one of the things that I do. I think, I think when it's dealing with cancer patients, I think probably the, the thing that I bring most to the table for them is a, is an understanding of being on that side of the field. Yeah. So I know their fear. I know what's going on and, and I can relate. They're not just talking to someone who's been educated and I've, I've been educated on a, on their level. And I think that's what people probably connect best with you on. Like, I love this yeah. one, this one little closing statement from Joanne. Uh, I can't thank Kathy enough for changing my way of eating, which changed my health. Now, obviously we're targeting nutrition here. Um, but that's just, again, we, if you go back, this is a root cause for many, many things, right? Mm -hmm. This is sometimes, and that's, it's not just that. There's also your rest and recover, proper sleep habits, exercise, 100%. as you've already reinforced. All of these areas align and they work together. They do. They're the pillars of health. Yeah. And if we attend to each pillar, chances are you're going to live a healthy life. Yeah. So when did you actually found your podcast? How far back is that? Uh, it's about, I think we're into two and a half years now, April, what's to April of 2017. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm so really not good with dates. So we, we've been rocking the mic a similar amount of time. So that's good. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, well, you've had 300 shows. I have had, cause mine's a weekly show. I've had, I think I'm at 135. I'm at. yeah. I'm actually on your, actually here. We'll screen share again. Cause you, you, I love the fact you, thank you. By the way, you'd be surprised how many podcasts don't have a website blows my mind. Oh. I'm like, are you guys kidding me? So there we go. You got the first 100 here. Uh, when people, again, ladies and gentlemen, you can get there right from the same site. We'll have this all linked on the show notes on, on live the field.com, but, uh, the, the health hub and you got the first hundo one, 100 here. And then your second chunk, 100. Yeah, I got to redo that make it a little bit more. I've got to link it right back to my own website here. Yeah. So it was a learning. We talked about these learning technology uh, things. Yeah. Baby steps. So I'm, yeah. <laughs> it's not baby steps. You start in this technology stuff and it's ours. Yeah, that's true. There you go. Episode 132, stem cells, immunity and your health. Uh, one before that, food allergies, which, uh, oh, but you know, I got somebody else got to get you connected with. Um, have you had Dr. Anthony J on yet? I have not. Oh, you love him. He's my geneticist buddy. So. He's working, Excellent. he's working with the Mayo Clinic right now. Um, but one of the services he did was I had my 23andMe health data done. Right. And then he laughed at me because he's already been on the show because he's a specialist in um, – oh Functional genomics? What's that? Functional genomics? No, I mean just no. as far as one of the services he does is – well, his book is called Estro Generation. Okay. So he, he's a lot of his historical research has been done on the studies of plastics and their influence on, on the estrogen and hormonal impacts and how terrible it is for you. So, uh, but anyway, so he, he could, people don't know this. You don't even have to pay 23 me for their health level package. Just get the regular basic DNA background done because all the raw data sits on the back end of your account. And so he's like, yeah, when you pay for the health plus, gen uh, you know, gene genome history, whatever, he's like, they're just spitting out whatever reports they want to give you. He's like, if you right. send me the raw file, which anybody can export, then he does his full deep dive genetic analysis into, get this, the, based on your genetics, the, the proper vitamins and nutrients and minerals that are yep. going to work best with you. Mm -hmm. And he'll also tell you the chemicals to avoid based on your genetic makeup. Um, normally he prefers that data plus a deep dive, uh, blood panel as well. I didn't have mm -hmm. that at the time, but now he's got coaches that he's trained 
Uh, and I'm bringing one of those coaches on in a week and I'm sending her the, I just had some deep dive blood data done by my Cairo, uh, to prove that my lifestyle is healthy and it is. And <laughs> just had to re I was like, sometimes you need somebody Have you got data. your results yeah. yet? <laughs> oh yeah. Trust me. I'm like, yeah. So now, but I want to see, I want to see if they, if they can get it even more precise giving them the missing component that they didn't have before. I mean, the DNA was still pretty impressive, but it's so yeah. cool to have that stuff. So it is, I've had a functional genomics test. That's what we call it. A okay. functional genomics test does the same thing. Yeah. Uh, equates if you're a fat burner or a carb, like metabolizer carb, it goes right into, um, I think it's very good for cancer patients. It's get in, gets into brain health, heart health, everything. Same idea. Okay. And it, it's, it doesn't just leave you there. It gives you understanding of what you can do to improve things. If you are like an, an estrogen producer, an over estrogen producer, right. how to deal with that. Or if you're just not um, getting rid of the estrogen. So yeah, same idea. Okay. I do hesitate. I love these tests and probably you, myself, the sort of in this and, and love to just learn. Oh, it's a, it's a I, geek I, factor. I, it's okay. It it's is. Okay. It's a learning experience. Um, I, I, over testing to me, I'm always careful about unless I know sure. that there is an avenue to go down. You know, don't just give me a test and tell me my blood sugar is high. Tell me how to work with it. Right. And that's I think where that's really important. I think I hadn't done any really aggressive testing until, like I said, two years ago, we did the DNA thing. We did it. We actually did a live podcast where he read all of my results live on the air because I have nothing to hide. I wanted people to uh -huh. actually understand this stuff more. And we streamed it to Facebook and everything. And then the blood panel stuff, I finally didn't get around to doing with my Cairo until a month ago because I was like, oh, yeah, I meant to go back and do that. I agree. I already know enough, but it's cool. Now I'm getting to the point where I want to see if there's stuff that I can learn deeper. That's why I'm 100%. doing it, right? Yeah. And, yeah. like, the next one I want to do is um, I'm going to do some swab testing uh, for some saliva testing. They can send it and do other types of – not the DNA stuff, but they can do yeah, – uh, I think, I think it's a hormone, a hormone yeah, back, hormone. all that stuff. And who knows? I've had a whole bunch of testing recently. We've just changed family doctors. Yep. And I went from one family doctor that never tested anything, was all symptomology, to a family doctor that has tested everything. And, you know, I've had cancer, so mm -hmm. I'm always, you know, they're always hyper vigilant with sure. me. Um, I know with, because I'm on medication, so I know that I've got to watch cholesterol and my heart. I know that's a side effect of things, so I get that done. Um, and those are markers that I, I know that I need to watch and I know what I need to manage. So, yeah. uh, understanding the tests, understanding what you can do with the tests, I think is brilliant. Just having a test to say, you got this and take this medication. It, it kind of uh, bothers me a little bit. That's, that's where I agree with you. Like that's the only reason why I had my Cairo, like she has a, whatever level of education she has, you know, cause she's not an MD, but she can request submit a script and get me approved to go in and take the blood samples mm -hmm. and have the testing done. But then the report is sent back to her because she has the training to read the data and then see if there's any lifestyle impacts that we need to tweak or modify. So I agree with you. It's not just, oh, okay, well, you have this one symptom, even with this test. So we don't really know for sure, but they recommend this drug. None of that. Well, yeah. yeah. You know, it's like blood sugar is such a huge marker and it's so impacted by many different things. If mm -hmm. you're inflamed, your blood glucose. So just to say you've got high blood sugar and put you on a medication. Well, let's figure out if there's things we can do to mitigate this and what we can do. You know, that's, that's how I like to approach it. And that's why I like to, to teach people about these. Don't oh, yeah. just take your number, figure things out. There's a reason. Well, it's, it's again, back. If you go full circle back to the earlier part of the show, uh, you had mentioned how, people close to you, you can't help them. I've had to learn over the years. We, we, I joked around, I've been in the fitness world. I've been a trainer. I know a lot, but the people that I've never been able to help are my closest friends and family, mm -hmm. you know, because they're either going to make fun of it or they're not going to take you seriously. And I was like, you know yeah. what? Then you do you. I'll still yeah. be here. I'll still be interviewing amazing people way smarter than me <laughs> yeah. and, and having them on as, as the guest co-host for the show. We'll keep sharing all this free knowledge that you could be listening to. Um, and then it, one day, hopefully you take the responsibility to become your own inner physician and not wait until a symptom is so bad, right? That you're forced to take this step. Maybe they're listening. And they could be. Maybe. And if they are, I'm calling you out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, you're doing a great job. Well, and you as well. I, I actually, I need, I actually, before I start the show, I just subscribed because I'm leaving on a business trip this week for upstate New York. So I'm going to be doing a lot of driving around and I am going to be listening to some of your shows because I want to see if there's some 
healthy gurus that I've never heard of before because me as well. Yeah. This could be a match made in heaven. Well, and I'm telling you, if you listen to a couple of shows and there's some people that really strike your fancy, let me know. I, I, I catalog all their contact information so I can reach back out to them at any point in time. And I, okay. I've actually, that's been one of my new legacy messages as we're coming to the end of the show here is that when I have fellow podcasters on, I want to make sure I can help them get connected to at least one more person. Mm -hmm. This isn't about networking. It's about connecting. So yeah, if absolutely. I can find the right connection, even if it's just one more awesome person for you for your show, back to your point earlier in the show, that could be the one person that's finally on your show that might get through to that one listener that the other yeah. people didn't do, right? So that's exciting. And it all comes from a common place. We're just trying to do our thing to help people out. Yeah. We're just providing a platform. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, listen, Kathy, I've had a blast today. Uh, Me too. It's I, I been great. And, I had a great time. And I, I can't wait to listen to your show more. And, and obviously, again, you have my contact information now. If I could reach out to some of my past influencers, and I already have a couple in my mind that I'm going to send out intros to. Okay. Because I already named a couple. So. And, and give me a, give me your feedback on my show. Now, remember, it's okay. a radio show. So it's, yes, it's actually, a little bit different. That I'm excited to. I don't listen to any shows that are actually a radio show that gets transformed into a podcast. So yeah. that, that would be something new for me. Yeah, I'm lucky. I don't have to do the setup at home, and I, if I had to, I so not, not sure. sure that I would. <laughs> People don't understand how much effort it takes for you to do that. Oh, dude, I, really I had to does. hire an audio engineer to, to come in here and yeah. show me how to set up a mixer board. I, I, I don't. I'm not a musician. I don't know what I'm oh, doing. And all because you want to help people. So That's you're it. the star of the show. Oh well, we all are. Anyway. That being said, since you are the guest co-host for the day, I do ask my guest co-host to help close the show out. So this is actually something unique. I prefer, like I've had a couple people didn't get it and they try to like sell stuff. I'm like, no, 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 dude. Like you don't get it. You and I were just talking about this. Like this is that legacy message, right? So mm -hmm. is there something all encompassing that you've learned throughout all this? You're trying to give back, right? The podcast, the live radio show, uh, your coaching and everything else. Is there an all encompassing message you want to leave behind for the audience um, and, and again, this will help them go find their website, go listen to your show, et cetera. But Hey, what's something you want to leave behind for them? A little life lesson, a little life lesson. Yeah. Some final words, help somebody else use your strengths, use what you can to help your fellow human. If we all did that and we all reached out, then all of our messages will land on the right ears. It's so important. You know, I go to sleep every night with a clean conscience and happy and knowing that I'm trying my best. It's not going to hit everybody. And some people don't like the message. That's okay. That's okay. But I think that we just, you know, you know, you be you, everybody do their own thing. And as long as you're doing it with a true heart, then you're going in the right direction hmm. and it's good for your health. We'll end on that note. How's that? I like that too. I was about to say strong words. Well said, but I like the short right there, man. It's all good for your health as well. Well, listen, hang tight. I want to give you a proper goodbye off the air. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, that was another healthy, and I would like to reinforce healthy lifestyle-themed podcast episode for you all. Uh, but as a uh, Canadian entrepreneur herself trying to help fellow cancer survivors through their through their missions for survival, uh, I think you need to go and check out her show. Again, it's called The Health Hub. Check it out. I will be this week more deeper dive because I already subscribed, and I've never listened to a show that was actually a radio show. So there you go. That's something unique that maybe you're not used to in the podcast world. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as I hinted before, all this stuff will be listed on livethefuel.com. All the links to her uh, at the Health Hub, to her website. Uh, if you know anybody up in the Canadian area, or heck, this is the online world nowadays, so you don't need to be in Canada. Yeah. You don't need to be in Toronto. You know somebody who needs some help, and you think that she might be the coach for them, reach out to her. Uh, again, all the lists on the site. So again, ladies and gentlemen, we're here to fuel your health, your business, and your lifestyle. You too can live the fuel. And we'll talk to you guys again soon. Thank you for subscribing to Live the Fuel. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Live the Fuel. And remember, you too can live the fuel. So please visit us at livethefuel.com.